Thank you for tuning in. My prayer is that this message is going to be an encouragement to you personally and will cause great growth in your life. It's time to live and it's time to take this next step forward. God bless you as you listen. I'd love it if you'd go ahead and get your Bibles. Get your Bibles, your notes out. Open up your Bibles to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number 11. That's the first book in the New Testament, the gospel according to Matthew chapter number 11, and then find verse 28 and hold your place there. Hey guys, I don't want 2020 to be a typical run-of-the-mill year for me. I don't. And you know what? I know something about you. You don't want it to be either. That's why you're here. (laughs) Because you're not going to be in church on the first Sunday of the new year if you're just like, well, I'm just going to kind of do, hope my year is okay. No, you are here because you don't want it to be a run-of-the-mill year for you. And over the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you some insights that I believe God has downloaded into my heart that... uh, that are from the scriptures that will help you and challenge you in your walk with God uh, during this year. In fact, next Sunday, I'm launching a little series called Talks from a Father. I mean, talking as a father as I would talk to my own sons. And in a sense, I'm kind of like the dad around here, you know. So uh, that, that's what I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a good year. But uh, you know, did you like feel at the moment 2020 happened that all of a sudden it's like everything's new, my, everything's happy? I mean, sometimes we feel that way for a few minutes or through the night until the next day, and then you kind of look around you and go, oh, wait, oh, wait. The new year doesn't magically create uh, a, a, a just this perfectly clean slate. And, and then, you know, it's like new year doesn't mean new me. It, it really, really doesn't. There has to be effort on our parts, and there are issues of. Uh, some of you from your things that have been harassing your mind and your emotions this last year that, uh, that, that are carrying over into this new year. And the new year didn't magically dissolve them. And it could be rejection or relationship pain. I mean, it might be loneliness or offense or isolation, uh, financial oppression, being like overly busy, uh, lack of vision, identity issues, possibly doubt. I, I don't know what it is that, that you're still feeling. But whatever it is, I want you to get into your mind that I believe this month, God is going to give you, you have to believe it as well. God is going to give you tools. God is going to give you vision. And he is also going to give you scriptures so that there can be a new prophetic declaration over your life for your breakthrough. Come on, let's do that this month. We need to get started though on this process by lightening our load. (laughs) In other words, need to deal with something called baggage. My beautiful, wonderful wife, Rebecca, was asking me for my lint roller the other day. So I like, well, I have my lint roller in my trunk. Why in my trunk? I don't know. But my lint roller's in there just in case. And I opened my trunk, and I mean, stuff like is, is cascading out. Now, I'm kind of glad at that point nobody's around. And and I was like, I started digging and digging. And I just had to start taking stuff out. Because in my trunk, I found a whole case of Ozarka water. I found a tool case. I found all of the previous week's mail. My gym bag was in there. My emergency extra clothes bag, because I make messes on myself. Uh, that was in there. My computer bag. A, a bag full of all of these, these uh, 
healthy things that, that you know, and that, that you take and that you eat and that you drink or whatever. All that was in there. I found my de-icer. I found my oil. I found, I found an assortment of books that I'm currently reading. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, excited. I haven't picked this up in a week or two weeks or three weeks. And, and then I found an assortment of books that I haven't looked at, like, in months. They're books that I got bored with halfway through, and, the, and they're still marked where, where I left them off. Whole stack of books. I found three umbrellas. I found two flashlights. I found a big bucket. Um, there's a first aid kit, and I found some antifreeze in there, transmission fluid. I found a nice bag of snacks I forgot was in my trunk. They don't spoil, but I was happy. For, I, I, in there, as I'm digging through, and finding my hiking boots. Like, yeah, I, at this point, I'm forgetting about a lint roller. I'm ready to go on a hike, you know? And I'm just finding all this trash, and I'm taking it over to the trash can. And I kept thinking, do I need this? Like, well, yeah, I mean, that's like you never know when you're going to need an umbrella and an extra and an extra because umbrellas break and you don't want to be wet. Yeah, you know what? The truth is, it's just a bunch of baggage. It's just a bunch of baggage. And the reason some of you might be carrying over pain from last year into your new year, 2020, is because you've got a lot of baggage and you've fallen in love with your baggage and it's choking the life out of you. What does baggage look like? It's probably not a case of Ozarka water. Baggage like prejudice, the past. It could be resentment, envy or hatred or rebellion or drugs, pride. It could be selfishness, entertainment. It could be fear or alcohol or abuse or unbelief, relationships, busyness, worry. It could be sin. It could be strife, despair. Self-obsession, gluttony, your work. I'm just telling you today, there's some baggage you need to unload, and your baggage item might be on there, or a few of them. So today, the title of my message is this, How to Unload Baggage. I'm just going to firmly challenge you today to get rid of some excess baggage that, and eliminate it because it's been holding you back from your destiny. And I, I'm going to give you some in-your-face challenges today. Uh, I'm, I'm fired up because you know, I, I, I believe in this thing called a rise, and I'm just feeling it. I just want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to stop repeating some of the patterns of excess baggage that defined your life last year. Don't let it define your 2020. Uh, and again, I'm not talking about physical excess baggage, although the truth is there's a lot, likely a lot of stuff at your house or your office or your car that you need to purge because when you do that, it's, 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 it's going to actually clear your head uh, so that you can really clearly see the real clutter and baggage that's there that's holding you back from your true destiny. Just a few examples of this is, is busyness. I mean, busyness is baggage. It really, really is. Uh, activity doesn't equal achievement. So what you need to do is unload all that. Uh, you know, I, I do schedule tight, uh, but I choose to not be busy. It, being busy means I'm hopping from one thing to another to another, being always driven by the urgent and the immediate and the, the ultra-important and, and what everybody else, else's expectations are. Because uh, achievement toward my destiny is really what counts, not a bunch of activity. I love it because most of the time Rebecca will ask me, how did your day go? What, what happened? What did you achieve? What got done? I like those questions. The last thing I want to do is say, well, I was really busy today. What happened? I don't even know, <laughs> but I was busy. What a, I, I don't want that. I don't want that for you either. Another thing is, is when you cram a bunch of baggage into your life, just like your car, you crowd God out. 
you need to unload it. Uh, the more you shove into your mind and your emotions and your soul, literally means there's less room for God. And, and let's be honest, we've all done it. We all do it. In fact, some of you, you're even doing it in a positive way, and you have this huge list of resolutions, and you've created even bucket lists for the year that you're going to do. And, and that's, that's fine and nice and everything, but if you really take a look at it, you couldn't achieve all that in your entire life. What are you thinking you're going to do with one year? And you're burdening yourself down, and all of that good-looking stuff becomes baggage, and it pushes God out. Here's the truth. When you make room for God... Things in your life tend to come together. They do. And there's a way to know if excess baggage is ruling you, if it's bogging down your life. Here it is, is when you stop caring about the things you really care about, you have too much baggage. Here are the things, I care about eternity. I I care about living my purpose. I care about loving my family and helping other people and worshiping God and making a difference on my cultural street. But I can't do those. If I'm not able to do those things, then I've got way too much baggage in my life because I'm locked down. I'm burdened down with baggage. Some of you, you're holding on to baggage from last year and it is weighing you down. You couldn't even figure out what was happening. You're like, I just feel weighted down. I've just identified it. It's baggage. And when you saw that graphic that I put up there on the screen a few minutes ago, actually, I didn't. They did. But when you saw that graphic that went up on the screen, it's likely that you saw one, two, maybe even three forms of baggage that jumped out at you. And I didn't intentionally put that together thinking, you're going to be in the service. You need to see this. No, I don't do that. I never do that. That was actually the Holy Spirit talking to you. He's already dealing with your heart regarding some of that baggage. So what is it? What is it? What is that burden? What are those burdens you're carrying? Because they're going to zap you of the energy that you need to actually move into your future. I can't imagine that I, I, I can just think, my, I bet my gas mileage would get better if I cleaned all that stuff out <laughs> in my car. Think about our own lives. But there's a solution. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. We see Jesus is talking to a, a, a crowd of people that had come. And, and the way that it worked in those days, there weren't a lot of uh, auditoriums or coliseums where Jesus would, would uh, teach the people. It would typically be out somewhere. And people would carry with them. They, they, you know, they would travel by foot. And so they would be carrying with them their stuff. And it was, in those days, the term would have been your burdens. So they're carrying these burdens, these packs, these, 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 these things with them that they need for the day. And, and they're heavy burdens. And they sit them down like, ah, I'm tired. I finally made it all the way out here to the church service. And now here, I, I'm just wore out. And, and that was what was happening in this setting. And Jesus spoke to it. And he says this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Note this in your Bibles and get this down. Learn it. It's good. He said, Hey, come to me if you're weary and you're burdened. When they heard that, they were thinking of carrying heavy stuff. Because I'm going to give you some rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus wants you to unload your burden, and my word for that is baggage. It's a call from Jesus to you today that's echoed through the centuries. Unload your baggage. I believe it stresses or or it breaks the heart of Father God when God sees you stressed out 
you know. The burdened down version of you is not God's plan for your life. It's time to unload some baggage and you do it by going to him because Jesus gives you the rest. Jesus is the one who, who, who will help you and strengthen you when you're wore out and help you to get rid of some of that baggage and that's what I'm calling you to today. And, and he promises to, to not load your life down with a bunch of new baggage and that's the beauty of it. Really. See, religion will even load you down with the new baggage, but Jesus says, no, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I, in fact, Jesus says, I want you to make the choice to yoke yourself to me. A, a good way of looking at that is, is we become tied together with Jesus. And, and so wherever we're going, he, we've got him to help carry our load. We've got him to encourage us. We can move through life together because it's, you're not on your own anymore. You've got that sidekick right there. He is Jesus Christ. He will bear the weight of your life right alongside of you. But if you're going to get rid of some baggage, here are some very simple things you need to do. Number one, very most important, <laughs> Can't get any further than this if you, if you don't deal with it is, is simply admit that you have baggage. Come on, just do that. Write that down. Admit that you have baggage. You need to admit it. Uh, and, and stop acting like the sermon that I'm preaching today is for the person next to you thinking, well, I hope they hear that. Oh, I wish they were here. You know, just, no, it's actually for you. <laughs> admit that you have it. What is your baggage? Just, just identify it. You can take one, two, or those three things that you saw on that screen or whatever, and just be specific. In fact, since you're taking notes, write them down. Write them down. If you're afraid someone's going to see it next to you, then write it in code, you know. I don't know. Write it in pig Latin. But, and here's the deal. The first things that pop into your mind are probably the baggage items you need to address because that's God speaking to you. Because we've been praying all day since early. God will speak to people and reveal things. Uh, because you really can't unload baggage unless you admit that it's there in the first place. So if you want a lighter load, take that first step. Here's the second one. Second step is this. Discover where the baggage is hidden. Where's that baggage hidden? We hide baggage. You, know, you, you fly on a plane, and the baggage goes in the baggage compartment underneath the, uh, the, the plane, right? Nobody ever sees that. And then the stuff that the, 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 the baggage that you carry on to the, uh, to the plane, well, you put it up in the luggage bins up on top or you put it under the seat in front of you. I mean, you never really look around at people getting ready to take off on a plane and they're all loaded up with, with baggage on top of them. No, because we're all pretty and fresh and happy and yay, we're ready to take off on our plane. But the thing is loaded down with baggage at the same time, but we neatly tuck it away because we got to look good. Another thing we tend to do is we tend to dress up the baggage and make it pretty. I mean, we go ahead and just buy designer luggage to put our baggage in so we can feel better about the baggage we're carrying. Yeah, and I'm not talking about flying on airplanes there. But baggage is baggage. It really is. Where are you hiding yours? In fact, a good corresponding question to go along with this is, why are you hiding that baggage in the first place? Could it be that it's something that's embarrassing to you? You wouldn't want others to know that it's there? Consider that. And just discover where your baggage is hidden. And then shine some light on it yourself. Here's a third thing. And this is, this is the easiest step. It really is. If you can get past the, third, the first two, just do this. And it is to get rid of it. Just get, get rid of it now. Dump it. Lose your, lug, lose your love affair with that baggage. <laughs> What's choking your life is that baggage. I mean, and, and could that baggage actually be a secret idol that you're obsessed with? 
You don't want anyone to know who got that idol, but oh man, you are upset. Get rid of the idol now. Just get rid of it. Demolish it. Why? It's because that idol wants to control and dominate your life. That is diabolical. I'll say another reason we carry around a bunch of uh, baggage is because we just find security in that baggage. It just makes me feel good to have it with me. That's kind of like what I was thinking about with the literal stuff in the trunk of the car. Well, it just makes me feel good to have all that because you never know. <laughs> never know when I'm going like, to go hiking and need umbrellas. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but hear me well. Hear me well. Your toxic baggage will never bring you security. God's the one who brings you security. Unload that baggage. You're better off being more nimble in life and being able to take the real challenges that come at you without all that baggage. So you want to move into your destiny, you got got to get rid of some of this stuff. Ancient Israel's King David, he was amazing. I mean, he pinned these words to one of his songs and it's found in Psalm chapter 55, verse 22. He would have the congregation, the the church, really Israel, sing this song. And and one of the stanzas of the song is this, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. In other words, the less baggage you carry, the farther you can go and the stronger you're going to be in your faith. The less baggage you carry, the more you're going to be able to accomplish. The less baggage you carry, the truth is, the more delightful you're going to become. And I, this is a hard fact, but I, I can't go past this, this message without addressing this. Is the baggage might actually be a toxic relationship and it's that, that relationship is draining you. You need to give that toxic relationship up and give it to God. Um, give it to God, then gently back away. What am I talking about? Well, I'm, I'm simply talking about relationships that keep you burdened down. It's a heavy weight. For some of you, it's a heavy weight that's been on you for years. And the way to identify it is just people who specialize in drama, uh, manipulation, guilt tripping, gaslighting, codependence, you can say no. And you can give that baggage to God. I'm not saying they're a bag, <laughs> but it's baggage in your life. Don't you guys want to experience some peace in 2020 and some real rest and, and, and thrive? I do too. It's time to grow in healthy relationships. We'll be talking about a lot of that this year. It's time to say no to the bad. It's just time to simply say yes to the good. It's time to get healing from your past. One of the things that the staff pastors and I do, we, we call it premarital sessions. And after a couple has completed an, uh, an online survey, uh, we, one of the things that, that comes up are, are uh, what's called baggage. And because every person, who you, when you're getting ready to move into a relationship, everyone carries baggage in. We all do. So, so, so what you want to do is just, it's a very simple way. It's full of grace and love to identify the baggage so that you can be, you know, to deal with it and talk through it so, so that we can help save the marriage before the marriage starts. And you get married like, ooh, didn't know all this baggage was here. Let's talk about it right now. And in the same way, as we're going into this new year, I don't have to know all your baggage, but would you just leave it here? Some of you need to just literally leave it here today before you leave this room. And... Uh, and, and, I, and I, want you to, I want you to be tough and do this today. The writer of Hebrews says it this way. He says, let us throw off. That means hurl at God or hurl it away. Everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. That's twofold. 
That's everything that hinders. That's, that's any kind of a burden. And sin. sin. Sin's another type of a burden, but uh, it's a totally different category. And we need to address both in our lives. You can't expect to succeed with all the excess baggage you've been carrying in. That's just not possible. A few weeks ago, I challenged every one of you guys to find your one word for 2020. We've had a little bit of fun with that this morning and, and to begin to exercise vision and faith with that. I, I, love, I love the exercise, but, but right now, I'm going to ask you to begin to apply your one word for 2020 regarding baggage. Okay, this is things you can actually do, and I want to help you in, in understanding how you can use your word to, to move forward in your life. And one of the things that are moving forward is using it to get rid of stuff. Uh, each year, one of the things that I do is I create 10 giant goals for myself for the year. I mean, that, it's, it's varied. Uh, I, I, some of it's ministry-oriented, some of it's work-oriented, some of it's physical or emotional or mental or, or relational, just all types of goals that I want to accomplish during the year. And they're very close to my heart. It's very personal. Uh, but, but I decided this year, I was like, I realized I can just take my word and insert it into every single one of those goals. So on my, in my uh, journal, you know, the first one is uh, goal number one, arise and bum, 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 arise. And I loved it. So I just went through the whole thing. I wrote arise at the top of each page, and then I get to fill in the rest. And, and I encourage you to do something like that. But, but one of the things you can do is you can arise, because some of my, my goals are, is, is like, getting rid of stuff too, okay? I think you should put those kind of goals into your agenda, <laughs> getting rid of, of whatever. And, and uh, I, I think you can take your, your word and build it into a statement that can help you. Uh, now, I, know, I, I put together, I threw together a, a few of them here, and some of them are a little bit cheesy, and they're not all that great, but, but it, it, I, I, my goal is here just to stimulate your mind on how you can use your one word to apply to, for this year regarding getting rid of the baggage. So like mine, I could say, arise, unload that emotional baggage. But of course, I could be really specific, arise and, and unload. So, so you use your word, and you set a goal, and you establish how you're going to do that. You focus on it. Uh, and, and, and let it help you remove that baggage. One of the things that you can do is turn it into a mantra, something that you just simply say every day and use your word and use a, a goal statement to reduce baggage or eliminate it to demolish some stuff in your life this year. Don't take your word for the year and put it up on a shelf and say, isn't that pretty and forget about it. See, if you believe God spoke to you, if you believe God revealed it to you, then God wants to use that in your life all year long. So create a mantra. So I took some of your words from 2020 and, and I, want, I just want you to see some of the fun stuff I did with them to help you move out of the dark doldrums and, 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 uh, and, and even begin to prophetically declare some new things over your life using that word that God gave to you. You're not gonna be controlled by baggage in 2020 because you might say, because my word is trust. This is the year where I'm gonna say baggage is not my security. Maybe your word is discipline. You will say, I will not pick that baggage back up. Maybe your word is surrender and you're gonna say, give that baggage back to God, all right? Lead, <laughs> leaders live light grow the baggage that's holding that baggage it's been holding me down and I'm tired of it you just uh, forget that baggage deserves no more space in my head come on leave 2019 in your past and use that one word God gave you to as leverage to unload some baggage right here cut it off here early in the year so that you can begin to move toward that destiny that God put in your life because you are not defined by the baggage of your past. You gotta let go of it. You're a change agent for God. 
for the future. God wants you to walk light. God desires to do amazing things in you and through you. God wants to work through you to make Jesus known like never before. And I challenge you today and I declare that I, Tim, I will arise and I will surge forward in 2020. I declare for you, for the, the, our church, as City Life Church will expand in 2020. It was so funny because this last week, someone who has no association with our church didn't even know about the expand thing said, I just feel God saying 2020 is expand for, for your church. I'm like, well, I knew that already. But I, I could have been boastful about it's like no actually that's a confirmation that we did hear from God <laughs> yeah and you know what you heard from God and I want to come I want to come with you on your journey this year commit to be at the feet of Jesus be commit to being in church every Sunday run to Jesus this this is a great place to bring the baggage that's been loaded up on you all week long or you've even collected yourself and simply leave it here leave it here and begin to watch what God does in your life and how your life begins to transpire in 2020 because I believe this God has a bright future for you he has a bright future for you like there'd be no movement in the room right now please close your eyes and focus internally because I want to Talk to your heart. You might be here this morning and you've never really surrendered your life completely to Jesus or possibly you've drifted from your relationship with God and if you want to know this Jesus, talk about you. You're ready to unload the baggage of sin and you know that baggage of sin is on your life and is pulling you down. You're ready for it to be gone and you're gonna leave it at the feet of Jesus. You're gonna leave it here before you leave this room. I'm gonna ask you to respond in just a moment by lifting your hand when I count to three and that way I can connect my faith with yours and we're gonna pray a prayer together so, so Jesus Christ come in and, and cleanse that and wash that as if that baggage never existed. That sin, we're talking about sin baggage here. The sin baggage is not gonna be between you and God anymore. You're gonna be a believer. You're gonna be a person of faith. You're gonna stand up strong in the days to come. Jesus loves you. He died for you so that you can have life, life to the full, and it is time to live. So if you wanna be included in my closing prayer, make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life and unload that baggage of sin. When I count to three, lift your hand for me. One, two, three. Lift it so I can see. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys so much. You can put your hands down. I'm so, so proud of you for being brave to do that. Yeah. Some sin is about ready to be eradicated in this room. Someone's coming to Jesus this morning. If you lifted your hand, I want you along with everybody, every other person in this room to please stand. Will you please stand, everyone? If you lifted your hand, I want you to pray these words with me. My faith is connected with you because I saw your hand go up and I want you to pray these words with me. Please pray these words now. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for my sin. I believe you're the son of God. Please forgive my sins. It's time for me to live. (laughs) I give up my past and I embrace the future that you have for me. Thank you for taking my sin baggage. I am walking in freedom. I am walking in rest. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Church, will you applaud those who made the decision to follow Jesus in this room today? You made the best decision ever. Have you discovered your street of influence? Whether it be family, government, business, arts and entertainment, faith, health and vitality, or education, head over to culturalstreets.com and discover your street today.